Live. Yacht Vice, Brisbane River's newest super yacht venue. Two lavish levels and a full cocktail bar available for private charter. Yachtclub.com.au. B105's Brown Snake Lolly Launch. A little party never killed nobody. Tomorrow is the official day that we uh, we launch it, our lolly, the brown snake lolly. It's been six months in the making. Allens have done a limited edition 10-bag run of the Brisbane brown snake. Uh-huh. But it's not enough, Stav. It's not enough. It's not enough because we want to share it with everyone in Brisbane who wants a lolly, and that's more than 10 bags. So the plan is we want to get these on shelves. Mm. We want to have them in all the big supermarkets. We want to have them available in canteens, everywhere, so people can enjoy our Brisbane brown snake lolly. Now, someone who has heard about this and is going to help us to really push how popular it is, is Daniel. Now, he is the National Sales Director of Goa. You know those big, huge billboards, yeah. right? The digital ones mm-hmm. that change. Yeah, and you can put up little things on there, little quotes from yourself and things like that. That's right, loud, mm-hmm. um, where you can ask questions and stuff. Now, he's been in contact with us. Good morning, Daniel. Good morning, Steph. Good morning, Matt. Now, you guys, with what you do is brilliant because you can do stuff in an instant. Mm. It's not like those big stick-up ones where you need about 50 years. Yeah, a big broom. Gonna get yeah. A big broom out and sweep it <laughs> on. Stick them up. Yeah. Um, Absolutely, yeah. We love it. We love it. Um, tell us what it is that you've organised. So just in recognition of the support that we're trying to put behind you and complete belief that Alan's definitely need to do this. We've been watching uh, you guys undertake this little project in February and uh, as a result of that, we'd love to support with uh, a number of, digital billboards uh, around all of Brisbane over the coming days. Now, that's fantastic. Uh, What are they going to say on them? Well, it's going to be in complete support of the uh, launching of the the Brisbane Brown Snake and uh, in, obviously, support of the Maroons uh, tonight. So uh, with Alan's coming to town tomorrow, we just wanted to make a big splash on uh, as many of the digital sites as we could could, uh, uh, put in this morning uh, and over the next couple of days. So what, what we've been showing here at the moment uh, on the billboard, which we love, so it says, maroon today, brown tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. How good. How yeah, good. Brilliant. That is good. Brilliant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Because, well, you know, Thursday is the day for it where we're saying we're going to paint the town brown. Um, now, are you, because the network that you have is uh, quite big. Wide. So... If we pick up the execs from Allen's from the airport tomorrow, is there a route that we can take where you'll actually be able to set up so every billboard that they see out the window of the car is this brown snake marketing? Yeah, for sure. So we're, we're going to have you on Sandgate Road in Clayfield as, as one of the, the major iconic sites there. Uh-huh. Uh, there's also going to be sites along Breakfast Creek Road, uh-huh. uh, Barry Parade, uh, Newstead Fortitude Valley. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll have you on Bowen Bridge Road as well, uh, just in Hurston. Uh, there's also sites on Inner City Bypass in Bowen Hills. Oh, so good. Oh, that's a big uh, one. We've, yeah, we've, we've got you on a number of sites coming in from the north. So uh-huh. I think if you're coming into the city, uh, any one of those roads, uh, you'll, you'll see it on any one of our uh, digital billboards there. Well, the best thing we've got going for us, Dan, actually, you might want to shoot us that list because they don't know the route back from the airport. So we just drive past every single one on the Even way better. back because they don't know which way to go. Yeah, I yeah. mean, if, if you do the one at Milton, we can just bring them in past there. They'll, they'll be like, wow. Done. You yeah, know? Exactly. Yep, included. And uh, all, all those major arterials coming in and out of the city uh, across to your 
head offices mm-hmm. and obviously back out to the airport, there's going to be complete coverage. Well, Dan, I tell you what, Dan, if this works, and I think I can say this, there is a bag of brown snakes in it for you. Oh, Dan, Dan's <laughs> getting a bag for sure. <laughs> for sure. Something this iconic to Brisbane, mm-hmm. you've got the brown snake, you've got Queen's Wharf, you've got Howard Smith Walls, mm-hmm. you've got all the iconic elements of Brisbane in play now, as well as your great station and uh, and obviously all the, the great iconic digital billboards that we've got. Yep. In the Brizzy market, so it's all tying in very nicely. Amazing. Actually, we didn't ask the most important question. Uh, this is all on on tick, right, Dan? You know, you know, do we do you have to pay for this? Yeah, <laughs> it's all part of us just in support of this great concept and oh, all going well, boys. We'll, we'll get this up and running. Love He's it, a good Dan. man. He's love a good it. man. Love we, it. we love a good handshake deal. How good? Oh, absolute pleasure, gents. Uh, so good. Look, we um, we're so excited for it, mate. With your support. We, we want to make it so Allens can see how much the city wants this yeah. thing. They cannot say no to it. So, so if you do see the billboards out there uh, today and tomorrow, take a photo, tag Allens, put them on your socials, get this yep. ball rolling. Make sure to see it. Absolutely. Dan, Daniel, you're an absolute uh, you're legend, mate. Thank you very much. Uh, Matt, thank you. All the best. Good stuff, buddy. Uh, keep your eyes peeled. If you do see one of those Goa digital billboards, um, take a photo of it, not while you're driving. Get your passenger to do it for you. Well done. Get it on the socials. There is Daniel, the National Sales Director of Goa. It's Stav, Abby and Matt. Stav, Abby and Matt on B105. The cold has really affected a lot of people at the moment. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of sickness around the city. Yes. Um, I think there's a, apparently a bad gastro bug going around as yeah. well as a cold and flu and COVID and the rest. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> But yesterday we were off the air uh, because I was sick. So I text our uh, producers, would have been about 4 a.m. I think I said, oh, look, I've been struggling all night. I can't make it in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get in here, what, about 4, 4 a.m. Yeah, you, you get yeah. in because you work out. Mm-hmm. And then Abs was sick, right? Yeah. Well, Abs came in. Okay. Uh, and they said that uh, you're sick. And she was like, well, I've, I'm sick too. I just, I just struggled on. Dumped yeah. you in it a little bit and then bug it off home. <laughs> I'm tough. I'm here. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. yeah. No, but it's, it's concerning for both of you. I mean, she's at home. She is legitimately sick. She's saying that her throat is bleeding and whatnot. Yeah, she um, may have tonsillitis. May have tonsillitis. But she's uh, got plans. She was going to go to a health retreat uh, with a, one of her old friends. She hasn't done it in years. She was looking forward to it. And you, um, at, a, at various stages during the night, thought you may have had appendicitis. Well, see, this is the thing. I, I woke up in the middle of the night and I had this really sharp pain in my stomach. Mm. I've had a cold for about a week and a half, and that's fine. You know me, change of season, get a cough, yeah. annoy everyone in here coughing. Mm. It goes away. We do repeat. Cycle continues. You know, <laughs> eat, sleep, cough, repeat. Yeah. Um, but I woke up and I had this really sharp pain, and we're flying out to Bali mm. for my wife's 40th birthday mm-hmm. on Saturday. Mm. And <laughs> we have been using this against our children for about three months as well. Like every time they ask for something in the shop, we're like, no, we're going to Bali in a month. You can get what you want in Bali. If you don't go to bed, we won't go to Bali. Mm. If you don't go to school, we won't go to Bali. Eat your dinner, we won't go to Bali. (laughs) Have a shower, wipe your bum, or we won't go to Bali. And that's just Esther to you. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And I was laying there in the middle of the night going... How long can you have appendicitis for? Mm, how long like, can I ride this out? Is there enough neurofin yeah. for it to last two weeks? See, that's the thing, though. You don't want to get sick in Bali. And I also don't want to... I couldn't get my appendix out today. <laughs> you looked? I, I, looked, I into looked into it. I was like, what's the recovery? If I got it out now, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
I'll be still. Would I be right to fly Saturday? No, but maybe you'd get lucky in Bali and you wake up in an ice bath with the phone attached to your hand and they'd sold it. I mean, you don't need it for anything. It's not necessary, but it's yeah. not really an organ like that. But if, if I know. had to get it out in Bali, mm. could I say, look, take a kidney mm. Mm. <laughs> while you're in there? Yeah. Yeah. But, and that was the thing. I was like, well, then do I just say to Esther, if I stay and get my appendix out, you just go with the children? See, that's not a holiday for her then, is it? Really? Oh, still Bali. They do look, take care of the kids, but you'd be in, you'd be in trouble. Uh, well, I would be in trouble for getting appendicitis. hundred <laughs> percent. Correct. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. You're right. I would be in Ruin trouble. Ruin the holiday. So I had the panics. Yeah. You know, I was like, uh-huh. I was legitimately thinking, mm-hmm. do I go to hospital right now and try and get this done ASAP mm. to give myself, do I say to her, you go early, I'll meet you over meet there. You there. <laughs> like a cool scar. A week in. Yeah. Well, remember when I went to New Zealand and my passport and visa wasn't um, sorted and we were st- actually at that stage where we were going, you guys go, I'll try to come after if this doesn't work. Terrifying. Cold sweats. That was a nightmare. And then the whole time and after. Mm. Weren't you meant to have done something that Kat, Kat no, told you to no, do something? see, this is the thing. And I made this very clear. <laughs> so once I found the emails and stuff and, yeah. I, and I said to the lady, uh, here's all the information. And she goes, yes, that's all. That's all correct. And I said, so this isn't anything I've done, right? And she's like, no. I said, just for this isn't. <laughs> Anything I have yeah. done. I'm just going to. I'm just going like, to film no, this. Can you no, say that yeah, again, please? Uh-huh. But it, it's it's not a great feeling, and I'm sure some people have actually had to pull the pin, mm. maybe at the airport, and go, "We're not going to make it." Because that's the thing. If it's your fault, mm. so if you just say you go, "Hey, I'm going to go and do. I'm going to go for a bike ride the mm. day before your holiday," mm. and you break your leg mm-hmm. so badly you need surgery. Yeah, you didn't need to do the bike you ride. Certainly did not. It's your fault. The yes. holiday is now ruined. Mm-hmm. So appendicitis. Yeah. Although I'd be in trouble, yeah. there's nothing I could have done about that. Healthier habits, eating well, <laughs> be fit, not be sick, you know? That's, yeah. yeah. I like the way you're thinking. Yeah. It's just wrong. Yeah. 13, 10, 16. What ruined your holiday? Mm. What happened either just before you went um, or maybe when you were there? When Our general manager, the poor guy, went on a... a Holiday, was it New Zealand? A motorbike holiday in New Zealand. Oh, I didn't Trip of a did lifetime. Oh. Yeah, comes off the bike. Mm. Maybe, maybe it was actually in Sweden or something. Mm. Anyway, it was a huge, huge big trip. He planned it for a year. Mm. Comes off the motorbike like day two. Yeah. Breaks his leg in about 800 places. Yeah, no. That's why I don't go skiing on skiing holidays. One, one bad day, you're done. You're in the lodge. You next do to the hear fire. that a lot, don't you? Yeah. Brittany in Birkdale, great golf course out there. How did you ruin your holiday? Um, I was on my baby moon and went into labour. Oh, that's just... (laughs) (laughs) That's mean. That is mean. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't know I was in labour either. Mm -hmm. I kept saying, oh, there's this weird pain going on. And I was, you know, brushing it off. And no, I was in labour, walking around, just going, oh, that's really painful. (laughs) (laughs) So did you have the baby uh, on the Gold Coast or did you have to come back to Brisbane? No, luckily I um, actually was in labour for about a week and a half. Oh, even worse. And didn't quite realise. Right. So I just kept walking around, managed to get to the hospital a week and a half later. They said, no, darling, you've been in labour for a long time. Wow. <laughs> you can be in labour yeah. for a week and a half? Yeah, yeah. They called it prolonged labour. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even realise that. Melvin Ingle yeah. was only in labour for two minutes. <laughs> 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 Greatest press conference of all oh, time, so that wasn't so it? Good. Actually, yeah. guys, I think I've changed my mind. Stuff. How, How good? Yeah. How good? Mm. Michael, um, what ruined your holiday? 
Uh, I actually had my appendix removed on a holiday in Europe, oh, of all places. Right. So you get over so, there and you start a painting? Yeah, so I started, uh, I got off the plane in Munich and uh, I couldn't stop throwing up. We couldn't figure out what was wrong, so I went to the hospital. They admitted me for a few days and they did all the scans and everything and mm. they couldn't actually figure out what was wrong. So I, um, I, I let myself out of the hospital and signed myself out and drove to Venice. And by the time I got to Venice, it was... Uh, almost an emergency and uh, had to get the appendix removed in Venice. How does that work with um, payment? Is it more expensive over there? Do they covered that well, way? Or? At that time in Venice, in Italy, they had a reciprocal agreement with the Australian government, so right. it didn't cost me a cent, oh. and I actually made money out of it because insurance paid me and all the people around me an inconvenience fee of about 100 bucks a day. Wow. Well, well Matty. I was going to ask that, Michael, because you're obviously there with a the group. When you're in yep. hospital, are they like, well, there's nothing we can do. Did they go out sightseeing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So my, my brother and my dad and his partner would come in the afternoon to visit me and tell me about all the all awesome restaurants stuff. that they went to. <laughs> How old were you? Uh, this would have been about 10 years ago. So I think I was about 27. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, just imagine if they were like six. They're like, anyway, son, mm. um, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> Everyone would do it. Joe in Manly, how did your holiday get ruined? Oh, I tripped on a path and uh, when there was a snake on the path and broke my ankle on my way to my honeymoon. Oh. We were about 10 minutes away. We stopped to look at a lookout. Uh-huh. And then I, my husband said, careful, there's a snake. So I panicked, spun around and went splat and broke it. But we still went. Oh, good. Yeah, we went just for the night and mm-hmm. then I, I literally couldn't walk. So we came home. I mean, walking's not hugely important on your honeymoon, I guess, no. anyway. <laughs> Lots of of bed rest? (laughs) Lots of bed rest. There was a fair bit of alcohol to numb the pain. Yeah, 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 right. Uh, Did you ever have a make-do honeymoon? No, we're going for our first wedding anniversary in August, so we're going to give it another try. No walking, we're not stopping at any lookouts, we're just going straight there. Yeah, smart. Uh, Good on you. 13, 10, 60, what ruined your holiday? Liz and uh, Kapalaba, what ruined your holiday? Morning. Um, So me and my husband went on a cruise and at the time we were on our way to, so we were on a sea day and we were on our way to Fiji. Mm -hmm. We just got to Fiji and there was a cyclone, so we had to turn around and so we had another day at sea. So my husband um, decided to get um, on the drink with um, one of the other guys that we met on the cruise Mm -hmm. and they drank from 9am to 2am the following morning. Wow. And we had a stop a day trip in Vanuatu the following day uh-huh. and he couldn't even get out of it. Right. And so I said to him, I was like, I am going to leave without you. He goes, no, no, I'm fine. I'm <laughs> fine. And he got up and was so hungover that we had to get a taxi mm-hmm. and stop every 10 minutes <laughs> to this lagoon because he had to stop and throw up. <laughs> and I was so mad at him. <laughs> oh. I was like, I would rather you just stay on the ship. <laughs> He's like, me too. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Let's wrap this bad boy up tonight. Suncorp Stadium Game 2. Uh, I believe he may be live from Suncorp right now. Sammy Thiday, morning. Uh, I was live at uh, Suncorp earlier this morning. Uh, this is this is my busiest day of the year, actually. Uh, anytime there's a, uh, a Queensland home game, uh, I'm here, there and everywhere. But uh, at the present moment in time, 
I just ducked home. I've got to have some breakfast, fuel uh, fuel this body for the day. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the Blues are crying poor. They're saying they've lost a lot of their players through injury. It's going to have a bit of an impact on the game. What do you predict the score will be? Uh, I know you're going to say Queensland on top. Do you think it's going to be a close one? No, I, I think that Queensland should put some points on. Definitely late. I, I know it's going to be a tough task uh, in that first half. It's going to be a, a lot of dash and barge going mm. on uh, throughout the middle of the, the field. Um, that, that was the stuff that I loved. Um, that uh, that got me excited. Um, now uh, I'm I'm happy to be a fan watching it. Mm-hmm. I think uh, forwards these days are getting bigger, stronger, fitter, faster. Um, so I think I retired perfectly at the right time. <laughs> got well, the goal was good, Sam. <laughs> yeah, I reckon uh, Queensland by at least uh, twelve to fourteen points. Okay. The first hit up of the game is always hectic. Mm-hmm. Like you hear it on the TV, you hear the the slap, mm-hmm. you see everyone's just on for young and old there. What is it like to be the person to receive the ball on that first kickoff? Is it, do you go out there going, please not me, please not me? Or <laughs> What what time is it? I, I don't know if I can say how excited I used to get um, to, to do that hit-up. But, yeah, it was, uh, uh, there was an amazing feeling to get that first hit-up. You, you always wanted to have have that one as a, as a forward because uh, it meant you were in the game. Yeah. Uh, and if you got through that run... Uh, you could get through anything because it is it's it it's the hardest run you can do in a state of origin. Mm-hmm. Uh, the targets on your back, um, you've got uh, you know uh, thirteen guys like screaming down the field, mm-hmm. wanting to um, yeah put you into next week. So yeah, it's uh, an absolutely uh, great feeling, and uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm 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 lucky that I don't have to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. But there's still a, like this little bit of crazy in me that would love to just do one more hit up. Well, Alfie came back, Sam. We'd love to see you out there. Oh, well, Alfie, uh, he was still somewhat fit. Uh, <laughs> at the moment, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm struggling to play uh, Brisbane Division 2 uh, at the moment. So, yeah. <laughs> to, to be fair, Alfie's still out there. I think he's on the field more now That's than he was when he, when he played. Yeah. He loves getting out yeah, there with the water bottles, so. doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he's a, a huge part of that, uh, that camp. Um, he brings such a great history. Uh, and, and, and helps out a fair bit. And, yeah, he is the message man. He gets out there. and um, 100%, I reckon he is out there more than when he actually played and probably has more involvement as well. Yeah, yeah. he loves it. <clears throat> also, there's, you know, all this talk at the moment. I don't know if you've got any inside from the Channel 9 footy crew. Matthew and Andrew Johns, they've had a falling oh, yeah. out there mm. because Maddie's been in support of Queensland. Mm. And, of course, Andrew doesn't like that because I think he's the assistant coach of, of New South Wales. Mm. Um, Cam Munster had a dig at him in an interview the other more, other other weekend, saying as he'd been talking to his brother, is, is this all big media hype? I was uh, I was sitting next to uh, Andrew Johns actually on that panel uh, on the Sunday Footy Show when when Cam Munster very uh, cheekily asked that question at the end of an, at the end of the interview. But uh, yeah, I think that's where the beef lies. Is uh, I think it's uh, Maddie's digs at the New South Wales team at the New South Wales coach. And, and Freddie and Joey are really great uh, mates and almost a, a brotherhood there anyway. And, you know, he's just trying to defend his mate. Um, Joey is... And, I, and I, I look at Joey and Joey is one of those guys who he gets and understands um, State of Origin. I think because, you know, he's a, he's a country kid, grew mm-hmm. up in Cessnock, um, played in Newcastle. And, you know, those guys that are, are more from country types of areas understand the, the, the hardship and toil uh, and that pride and passion that comes with wearing that jersey, and that's why Queensland's been so good for so long. But 
there is genuine beef there at the moment. Right. He literally said in the ad break that, no, he's not talking to his brother, oh, and, yeah. and literally just because of that reason. Wow. Well, he's a, he isn't a good loser. I mean, no one is at State of Origin time. Because mm. remember there was a couple of years ago when um, he also cracked it when Queensland had won, and he, he famously said, oh, you're going to be carrying on about this for, a, right. for the next year, yeah. which, of yep. course, we were Why going to. We? That's the point. That's <laughs> yeah. the entire point of winning. Yeah, that's yeah. what. Yeah, that's what Origin's all about. It's yeah. about winning and yeah. and yeah, carrying on for a year. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you were part of that dynasty that got to do it for eight years. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was, and I'm still carrying on now. So. Um, <laughs> yeah. And why not? I, I, I continue to remind people every luncheon I go to now, uh, every uh, every time I'm up on stage speaking. Yeah, I won ten out of eleven series I played, and yeah, we had an accident. But, you know, um, we all, we've all had accidents before. That's true. That's little right. That's, middle, right. That's right. Uh, well, mate, great to talk to you this morning. The coverage tonight, uh, Channel 9, Game 2, State of Origin. It is going to be at Suncorp Stadium. It is the most electrifying place for rugby league to be played in all of Australia. It's going to be a big one. Um, and we'll see you on the telly tonight. Thanks. Thanks for having me, guys. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. News from around the world. News from around the world. Abs is away, still very sick this morning. So uh, our super producer, Ash, is in to do it. We have to figure out the language Mm -hmm. and the story that these newsreaders are telling. And we always say if we get uh, all of them right, we will stop playing the game. Maybe today is the day. Imagine that, the day that Abby's not here. Mm. We end the game. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, well I, I feel hope... like you want us to win. I don't never feel like she wants us to win. Oh, I don't know. Ash has been a bit more feisty than Abs the last few times she's played. Uh... I get upset if you don't know the stories. Yeah. And I hope you've been paying attention to the news this week. The reason you get upset is because you've told us the stories <laughs> in our meeting. <laughs> in our you meeting. Never to me. <laughs> we should be across them. And yeah. we're like, yeah. oh, I've oh, never yeah. heard that. And Ash's like, I told you on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right that's well, fair enough. Let's, let's start out with number one and see how you go with this. Desaparece submarina que llevaba turistas a ver el Titanic. Un submarina que llevaba cinco turistas para ver el Titanic ha desaparecido. Any keywords you notice there? <laughs> I mean, the story's easy. The story is horrific. Yes. Horrific. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm claustrophobic. You wouldn't get me anywhere near that thing. But, yes, it's the submarines, the rich people who've gone down to see the Titanic. They're missing. They've got 40 hours of oxygen left before uh, they run out. It's terrifying. Well, they'd have, I think they'd have about 37 now. Because mm. I think on my way in this morning, they said 40 hours. A few hours mm. ago, yeah. 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 Um, that is correct. Mm-hmm. Italian? Yeah, was, yeah, it is. It got an Italian vibe. Desaparece submarina que llevaba turistas a ver el Titanic. Un submarina. Submarina. Titanic. Or Spanish? Yeah. No, you said if that was Antonio Banderas. Yeah, then. it was a little Pulse bit. Boots. Yeah. Titanic. Titanic. You want to go the, Spanish? I, re- I reckon we stick with Italian. I think you're on the money. Okay, we're going to go on the money. Italian. Spanish. No. You can't do no. that. You just saw my reaction. Well, yeah. you should hide your reaction more. It is. It is. Uh, good job, Stav. You got it right. Oh, well done, that was. You, I'm <laughs> gonna keep a poker face for this next one. Okay. All right. Le Sénat prend une décision historique. Avec ce vote, le Premier ministre travailliste Anthony Albanese peut désormais fixer la date du référendum, qui, s'il est adopté, constitution. Ah, oh, I think I know it. Last thing I heard was prostitution. No, no you didn't. Constitution. No, you didn't. 
Oh, very similar. If yes, <laughs> one's more expensive. I'll let you decide yourself. I reckon that's French, and I think they're talking about the change in the constitution to get the Indigenous voice into Parliament. Mm. Maybe they're talking about it in other parts of the world, mm. um, saying how we're recognising Indigenous people. That is correct, Maddie. Hey, well done. <laughs> I'll find you that more. Sure. And did you say you Smuggy knew what McSmug the smug smug over there? Is, what the language was? Yeah, French. 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 Did I say French? Yeah, you did yeah. say French. That's I, why I, was, I wasn't listening. That's why I was so <laughs> smug. I was like, we <laughs> <laughs> we. I reckon the only way I got that um, language is because there's been so much French on our station lately with the pink in Paris. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, had uh-huh. a similar vibe. Yeah. And Albanese. 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 Yeah. Well, they, they were just saying how Yeah, good they were it talking about there. the voice to parliament. So it's um, made international news, which is um, cool. So, yeah, that'll happen sometime in the next two to six months. We'll be voting on that. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. All right. Can we go three from three? Three for three. What do you got? The Disney klassieker Bambi krijgt een live action remake. De tekenfilm klassieker kwam uit in de jaren 40. Wie de, maar wel heeft Disney al een regisseur gevonden. Okay. Oh, the, a few well, words you might have picked up on there, but you need to be something's specific. Something's happening with Dizzy. Disney. Disney live action remake. I need so, more. Little Mermaid. Ooh. Play it again, it might have been announced another one. The Disney klassieker Bambi krijgt een live action remake. The tekenfilm klassieker kwam uit in de jaren 40. Wie de, maar wel heeft Disney al een regisseur gevonden. Oh. Right at the start, you've missed it. You missed it. Oh. The Disney klassieker Bambi krijgt een live action remake. The tekenfilm klassieker... Classic Obamamli. Obamamli. Mm, that's Obam. the word. Obam. You're hearing it wrong. Obamamli. Um. <laughs> the Disney klassieker Bambi krijgt een live action remake. The Something of- live. Obamamli live. <laughs> the Disney classic. The only one they've, they've just done a Little Mermaid. Yeah. But I don't hear anything to do with Little Mermaid in there. <gasps> Is there another one that they're yeah, planning on doing? It's not Little Mermaid. Uh, it's Lilo and Stitch. No. No. Classic remake of what? Well, they're remaking Lion all King? of They've them. They've already done, They've already done that. They're remaking all of them. Pinocchio? No. It's a really sad movie. Ah! Okay. Uh, it's Bambi. Uh, they're remaking the live action Bambi. Yeah. Uh, they're in talks for the, a female director who directed something else, and I don't know what the language is. The Disney klassieker Bambi krijgt een live action remake. De tekenfilm klassieker kwam uit in de jaren 40. Wie de, maar wel heeft Disney al een regisseur gevonden. In when in doubt you go Dutch. Yeah, I don't know. I'd go Dutch. It's Dutch. Yeah! Oh! Is it about Bambi? Yeah! Does that mean we win? No, I no, I'm not taking the first one. You cheated. Oh, Alright. All right. No, it was your face. There's nothing wrong with my face. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Monday. You know I run a very tight ship, especially in the mornings. I've mm. got a very specific schedule that must be adhered to to the T. Otherwise, it all goes out the window and my life is a shambles. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, uh, my wife's been away. She's been on a cruise ship working on the cruise ships. Came back uh, yesterday afternoon. Uh, so Rory was uh, away because uh, I had to um, take her off to a babysitter to get her to school that morning. Uh, so I wake up, all systems go. Empty house, which is a delight, actually. You don't get that very flick, often. Flick, 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 every yeah. light's on. <laughs> yep. Put your shoes on straight away. Clomp, 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 clomp. Such a different <laughs> feeling, isn't it? Uh, and everything's going well. Uh, and then I go to get in my car, and normally my um, car keys are just in my kit bag with all my gear. Yeah. Uh, and it did that thing where it says, fob not detected. I'm like, well, I don't know where the fob is. Oh, you're a push start. Mm, yeah. mm-hmm. And yeah. I've got no fobbing idea. 
where the fob is. Uh, and so I look, I don't have enough time to look for very long because uh, I have to get to work. So I have a precursory look. Can't find them anywhere. I'm thinking they've got to be somewhere. The car's here. So they've got to be somewhere because yeah. uh, the car is here. Um, and then I had to call an Uber to get into work that morning. An Uber from six kilometres away from Baden to the city at 3.30 in the morning was $48.75. That's a raw... Isn't it? That is... On the way home... Almost daylight robbery. Well, it was nighttime robbery. Mm. But on the way home, it was $13. So, And and what was the reason for that? Were they saying there was not many Ubers out at that time? They don't even make a reason. That's just the price that it is. It was surging. Surging. It's always surging. Surging. So then, of course... Imagine the bloke who got that job. Mm. 50 bucks for, what, six minutes work? Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's five of those. He's set. Yes. And compounding my problem was the fact that um, Kat's car was in the driveway too. And Mm -hmm. I do have a key for Kat's car. But... In a strange turn of events that I've never done before, I parked up on the driveway, parking her car in and being unable to move my car. Mm. I was stuck. I could see two cars. I could see them. Couldn't drive them. And it's not like the old days where you couldn't, you know, clutch starting. Can't do that anymore. Whack it in neutral, Mm -hmm. reverse it out, put it on the road so you can get the other car out. I couldn't even um, move it to uh, put it out of the way of the other car to get that car out. So then I get home and I'm like, well, they've got to be here. I don't know. I had a pretty rushed... Weekend, um, Rose had a lot of things on. She had a sleepover with three of her friends. Uh, she went to her school Mayfair, where she had to do two performances and had to get into another school performance for her drama class in Sunday afternoon. So I was kind of all over the place. So I was mm-hmm. like, who knows where they could have ended up in all that schmozzle. My ma- main fear was that I may have lost them at the Mayfair, which would have been an absolute nightmare because that would have been all sorts. You know? mm-hmm. uh, so I go home. First off, look at all the spots that I think that they should be. They're not there. I tear the house apart. I start in one room, tear that room apart. No, put that back together. Find another room, tear that room apart. I get to the point, Manny, where I'm going through the wheelie bin. Uh, yeah. Bin juice. Stanky. Stanky. Sticky. I don't know what that is, but it's on me now. All through there. Not there. I'm like, I've got two cars out of commission. If Kat comes home on Tuesday and we can't move her car, she's got things she needs to do on gigs to see. What are we going to do? Just a thought, because you know how you can have your keys in your bag and you touch your handle? Does that unlock your car? No, you that need way? a button. Oh, yeah, press button. Oh, mm, okay, right. Push button. I was going to say, just roll the bin up to the car and touch it and see if that works. You know what I mean? Like, I should have done that instead of going through the bin. <laughs> Put the bin that, on the back seat 100%. of your car and then press the button and see if it starts. That's what I should have done. I didn't. Just a thought. I went just through it. Thank you. That was information I could have used <laughs> yesterday. Uh, and I'm, I'm almost I'm almost at the end of it. I'm like, because the last, last thing I wanted yeah. to do, which was a solution, but you don't want to have to call Suzuki and say, guys, I'm a moron and I've lost my key. No. Because this is a special one, the one that we gave away a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Is, you know, it's, they've got mm-hmm. their signage all over. Yeah, it. it's S-Cross. And yeah. I was S-Cross, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, and then I go, well, well I actually I'd given up. I was like, I'll sort it later. I just need to relax for a second. I'm getting hepped up here. Uh, and then I went to... Uh, Blaming other people. I put them on the table. You moved them, Rory. You know you did. Well, I go into her room to put her um, squishmallows away. Yeah. And I see Kat's car key on the floor. And I'm like, well, why would Kat's car key be on the floor? And then I look up, and they're on her music stand. Because reasons. Why? I don't know. Did she, you ask her? I, when she got home, she said she found them on the floor. I said, well, leave them on the floor. I would have found them on the floor. Not on your music stand, in your room, in another room of the house. 
So she took them into her bedroom? Yes. She went for a joyride. I think she might have. Are you proud? Not really. The first joyride, she parked it exactly where you left it. Take all that out. The only thing I'm most annoyed, the $50 for the the Uber in. Like, Mm -hmm. technically, her little shenanigans cost me $63 on Monday. Yeah, right. Yeah, so she's... uh, She was up to something. If she had both keys... Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's got a good price and there's a seller coming today. (laughs) Maybe she knows Uber surges at 3.30am. She sneaks out, makes a fortune. Maybe she does. (laughs) She's tall enough to reach the pedals. (laughs) Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Yes, it's sad news for fans of the chocolate. Only in Australia, this one. Um, but Nestle has announced the popular film-themed lollies. Fan tales are going to be discontinued. Now, they'll still be on the shop shelves for as long as stocks last. But it was declining sales and the need for significant up- upgrades at the factory because they're going to start making our brown snake, me thinks. Um, yeah, well, we need to have that chat when the um, Allen's execs yeah, come yeah. in oh, on so Thursday. You know, this machinery you're not really using. You, uh, you want to use it. Um, but, <laughs> and they've been around since 1930. You'd know them. Everyone knows the famous ones. They've got the little um, descriptions of actors and you uh, unwrap it and then you test everyone around you and they're mm. caramelly and they're delicious. But it is that thing, isn't it, when something is discontinued. I remember when uh, Roger David went under and I was like, oh, and I went and well, like, cleaned up big at the sale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were <laughs> both over that. the carcass. Of you the... and I for weeks, we were like, look what I got. <laughs> Five bucks, five dollars. Yeah, and everyone at the store going, you know, if you'd have done this last week, I wouldn't be out of a job. Scumbags. Um, it is funny, though, because everyone's like, oh, my God, it's so sad. But then these are people who probably haven't bought a packet of fan towels in, in ages. Exactly. But it's that thing of you just like to know they're there. Yeah. You know, once yeah. you can't have something, you want it immediately. Yeah. Like a grandparent. This is your... <laughs> this is your- this is your sign to go visit your grandparent. You know, you're like, oh no, uh, they're getting old. Uh, they're not going to be with us forever. Take them some fantails. Then you're like, oh, I should have, mm. should have spent more time with them. Yeah, uh, but I got a, a couple of lists of other things, other famous things that have been discontinued that you may or may not remember. Maddie, I got into these. I don't know why they weren't nice, but you felt cool eating them. Space food sticks. Oh, horrific! Weren't they? They were disgusting. But you'd eat them. Because they, they were what astronauts That's ate. right. Yeah, so the, the, snack, the snack of choice for aspiring astronauts. They stopped in 2014. Were they chocolate? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah they right. were around since 1960, so not a bad run. Yeah. Um, Sunny Boys, remember them? Are they gone? I mm-hmm. thought they came back. No, they uh, officially left our shelves in 2016. They were the mm. triangular ones. Yeah, they mm. were wonderful. You could have them frozen or you could have them with a straw. That's right. Mm. Yeah, yeah. They really were just a uh, popper in a different in shape, a triangle. weren't they? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Revolutionary. Yeah, yeah. The polywaffle. Remember the polywaffle? Oh, I loved it. Did you? I always found yeah. it was like a poor man's picnic. Yeah. See, my mum loved them, so we always had them in the house. So if you, you know, I knew a hiding spot in the back of the cupboard. Yeah. So I could sneak in there and take it. You should go have a look, see if there's still some there, because they'd be worth a bit now. Probably would be knowing my mum. Yeah. My mum's that classic mum where you look through her fridge and she's got sauces and soy sauce in there still from 15 years ago. She mm-hmm. doesn't want to throw it out. And it's assorted classics. You remember those? Yeah, with all the variety difference. of biscuits. You had yeah. the butter snap, the Kingston, the choc chip, the scotch finger, the shortbread cream, and the Monte Carlo. I do love a Monte Carlo. Mm. They pulled the plug, uh, Arnott's pulled the plug on that one in 2022. Right. And then, of course, one of my personal favorites, tubes. Remember those? Yes. Yeah, they're gone too. Yep, the poor man's um, cheesel. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, it was 2015. It was confirmed that they were uh, going to stop making tubes. 
quietly discontinued into a something sales. When you look at all of this, I mean, really, it's all our fault, you know, because we grew up. Well, that, and you just if you if you don't buy stuff, they discontinue it, mm. you know. And it wasn't the fault of the product because who doesn't love a polywaffle? I wonder if sometimes too they discontinue things to make it popular again and then bring it back. So, like with fan towels, mm. is this just a genius marketing person who goes, "We'll say we'll discontinue it. Mm. Everyone will start buying them again. We'll go, oh, due to popular demand, we're keeping them." Maybe. Like when shapes ruined their flavors. Yeah. And then they came back with the old flavors, mm-hmm. and they were just as popular. Mm-hmm. Or Monster did that too, didn't they? They just came out flat out said that it was disgusting, and here's a different one. Maybe, yeah. Mm. Mm. So. Playing we, with our emotions. If we have a slump doing. in the ratings, when uh, <laughs> do we do we just say, "Okay, we're leaving." We're leaving, and then it's, ah, a, it's a dangerous game. To it play. is, isn't it? It's dangerous and a hurtful one if you don't win it. Yeah, it's like if you go on strike and no one notices. We're here till the day we die, everyone. Yep. Uh, we are. Stop,